0: What up, bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I am sorry. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm starting off this episode with an apology, because I am really sorry that I missed last week's episode, but just want to point out, Jason and Caleb, you guys did an amazing job, and yeah, loved last week's episode, and I'm Jonathan, and I'm really sorry. <laughs>
1: I'm Caleb and I'm not. (laughs) You have nothing to be sorry for. I know, that's why I
0: said I'm not. (laughs) Oh, okay, good. (laughs) I mean, I could think of a couple things you could be sorry for. You know what? Fight me, man. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Come on. (laughs) All right, so on this week's episode. Oh, shit. I'm like skipping over everything here. We are a couple. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, This week on the podcast, we'll be talking about some um, adventures in hunting. I'm using my hands a lot this episode. Are you picking up on this?
1: I am very much picking up on this, (laughs) but you didn't need to point it out. No one else would have known. Well, I wanted to, okay? I I wanted to.
0: (laughs) So, uh this week, uh with Adventures in Hunting, we got nothing for Pops. Uh there's a couple coming out, but it's nothing that really interests us and that's what we like to talk about. So I think yeah. We're just gonna skip over Pops. Uh with Blu rays, we got uh one release coming out. Uh I feel it was the big movie of the uh, COVID pandemic, or at least the beginning of it. Or no, would you say the middle kind of. It? of. Yeah, middle, maybe? I mean, I don't even know if we're in the middle right now. I, who knows? <laughs> what chapter are we on in this COVID pandemic?
1: We're in like March 302. <laughs> who knows what day it actually is? <laughs> uh, all right, so we'll be talking
0: about that film. Uh, and then I really quickly want to go over some of my uh, Black Friday pickups, even though I'm like two or three weeks late. But anyway just want to talk about a couple of those, and then we'll be moving on to this week's sneak peeks, where Disney freaking killed it yesterday with announcing a bunch of shit. Um, Most of it was just title uh, announcements, but we did get some trailers, so we'll be talking about uh, the second trailer, and I'm assuming final trailer for WandaVision, Uh, the first trailer for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, first trailer for Loki, as well as the first trailer for What If, and then after that goodness, we'll be moving on to our main event of the evening, which will be our All Bros breakdown of Better
1: Watch Out,
0: the Christmas Hell's horror film.
1: Yes, hell yeah! <laughs> Dude, so I, I'm so pissed off that I forgot a question of the week this week because I wanted bitch. to. Inc- I know, but I wanted to. I I struggled and we'll get to it we'll talk about it when we get to it but I was gonna come up with one question but it would probably spoil the movie so never mind fair
0: (laughs) um all right what do you say we uh get started let's do it all right I'm Brucker. I'm Levi. And together we co host a movie podcast called Film on the Rocks. On our movie podcast, we like to have fun with movies and we don't like to break down movies beat by beat, scene by scene. We like to talk about what was fun about them. So we talk about our favorite scenes, uh, sprinkle in some trivia. Uh, We debate whether or not they deserve a sequel. And we also talk about um, some drinking rules that they can have, such as drink every time Vince Vaughn stuffs his face in Wedding Crashers. Or something we call the Yoda Clause, which is every time Frank Oz jumps on a screen, finish your drink.
1: You can find us on Google Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or really anywhere you can find podcasts, if this sounds interesting to you.
0: Yes, and we also love listener interaction, and we also like to take movie requests. So you could reach out to us on Twitter at Film on the Rocks instagram film the rocks podcast or email us at fotrpodcast at gmail.com hope to hear from y'all give us a listen all right so first up with adventures in hunting we have a tenant tenant i think i said that right um, Tenet is coming out on 4K this week. Um, it'll be getting Jeez, a... Reg- re-
1: reading with Rose is starting early this episode. Yeah,
0: dude. <laughs> Full clutch, man. Full clutch this episode. Um, So Tenet will be getting a regular 4K... Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. <sighs> Words, Jonathan. English. So Tenet will be getting a regular 4K release, uh, as well as a regular... Blu... Rele- blue- Blu-ray release as well as a you know d de- <laughs> Shut up Caleb. <laughs> as well as a regular uh DVD release but who gives a shit about DVDs? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Must- people that can't afford Blu-rays, you freaking rich asshole.
0: <laughs>
1: oh yeah, okay,
0: yeah, I'm rich.
1: Yeah, you freaking talking about Blu-rays and Talking down to the peasants that buy DVDs.
0: Okay, okay, no, okay. No. See, I'd be talking down to the peasants if I'm talking about four K's because those are like thirty to thirty five bucks. Blu-rays, most of them you can get for like five bucks and like sometimes even cheaper. Okay, ten bucks and sometimes even cheaper. So don't be throwing that peasant shit at me. <laughs> um, anyway, so besides those uh Just regular releases. Uh, Tenet will also be getting a 4K exclusive Steelbook coming to Best Buy. And, of course, I already pre-ordered that. I will be picking that up on release day. No surprise there. So, Caleb, do you want to do a future breakdown of that movie? I'd be down for that. Okay, cool. It's a badass Steelbook. Have you seen it? I haven't. Okay, off to... I'll, I'll, I'll send you a picture. Or, I mean, or you'll see Monday when I post huh, the close up books. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, so Tenet is coming out. Um, I think for a while the uh, Steelbook was out of stock, but now it's uh, back up for pre order. Um, so if you guys want to go get that pre ordered, I mean, this will release the day before it comes out. So I'm sure they'll still have copies. Um, but anyway. Uh Caleb, do you have anything else you want to say about Tenet?
1: Not really. I actually don't know a whole lot about this movie. I don't either. All Other I than know it's Christopher th- Nolan. That that's all
0: I know and then just like the two trailers that I saw in the theaters before COVID shut them down. Um Yeah, I think the last trail uh the last time I saw the trailer for Tenet was when I think it uh showed before Sonic the Hedgehog pretty sure it did
1: yeah yeah that's the last thing i saw about like other than that i have no idea what this movie's about
0: i don't either but i'm very excited to see it um i love christopher nolan as a director even though i've never seen inception or interstellar i've only seen the dark knight trilogy (laughs) when it comes to his work
1: um yeah i i haven't seen interstellar Um, I did watch Inception, and I thought that was pretty well done. I was going to pick that up. Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, I really appreciate that he tries to do as much practical effects as he can.
0: I do, too. And I was going to pick up Inception, but the 4K Steelbook sold out, and I'm still bitter about that. That sucks. eBay, here I come, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> um but anyway so really quickly i want to talk about some black friday pickups that i've uh, got over the past couple weeks because as a lot of you know um uh blue um black friday deals were scattered between like two weeks um so like black friday started the week before um but anyway so uh some of the biggest ones i got all of these Star Wars movies on 4K, episodes 1 through 9, as well as Solo and Rogue One, because all of them were only $15 each? Shit. Yeah, so worth it. Um, and then, so, kind of funny story. Um, so, uh, all of the MCU 4K films were $15 each, so I'm just like, you know what, screw it most of the steelbooks are sold out at Best Buy. So, you know, I'm just going to get the rest of the ones that I don't have on 4K yet, just on regular 4K, screw the steelbook. But then, I think like a couple days later, they all went back into stock on on Best Buy. I'm like, F my life. Thankfully, I hadn't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, I hadn't opened them yet. So, I said, you know what, screw it. So, I ordered the remainder ones that I needed. Um, I think I needed the... Three Captain Americas, I needed Doctor Strange, Ant-Man.
1: Shit, that might be it. Weren't you missing the original Avengers too?
0: No, no, I got that one already. Oh, sweet. Yeah, which I think that, one, uh, that one's that one been sold out for a while, so I'm really grateful I got that one when I did. Um, But yeah, so I bought them, then returned them, and then I bought the Steelbooks. And I'm pissed <laughs> off. I'm not pissed off but so captain america the winter soldier that one sold out again like that and the one that i got has a freaking dent on the front right by captain america's head oh that's yeah i'm up. like damn it but it's the best that i can do right it's the best that i i got so i guess i got to take what i can get um but what else I so what else did i pick up uh, i picked up impractical jokers for like 6 bucks uh, I picked up the Godfather collection as well as the Rambo collection. Uh, they had the Mission Impossible collection for like 15 bucks one day. Um, yeah, there were Oh, and uh I picked up the Bad Boys collection as well as the John Wick collection for like 13 bucks each at Walmart. Um, so there were actually some pretty solid deals this year if you uh uh had your eyes open and you didn't have to face any crowds because most of the stuff you could just order online and do the curbside pickup at best buy or uh stuff like that and like i said amazon got them all too so overall i know like i didn't really say a lot of titles but a lot of them are like not coming to me right now i'm like missing a lot i feel yeah that that's all i got but anyway Overall, successful Black Friday, at least for me.
1: That's a pretty good haul for Black Friday. <laughs> did you get anything, Caleb? I did not. I, I'm i not super big into Black Friday, and there wasn't really anything that I wanted this year. That's fair. Um, in ways of movies or video games or whatever. like The only thing that I kind of wanted was the new Watch Dogs game. But I think that movie or that game relies very heavily on online play, oh, and I sucks. don't like playing online.
0: No, I don't either.
1: I'll get go- Yeah, so. I want to give uh, Jason a uh, shout out really
0: quickly, just because he talked me into buying that Ghost in the Shell book. Like literally right after I listened to that episode with you guys, I'm like, damn it! So I had to do a curbside pickup at Best Buy for that shit.
1: Wait, so did you do the? Which one did you get? This, the Ghost in the Shell Steelbook. Yeah. Did you get the anime or did you get the Scarlett Johansson?
0: Uh, no, the anime. I don't think they, um, they don't have a, a regular Steelbook for the um Scarlett Johansson one. All they have that on that is just regular Blu-ray and
1: 4K. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, he was, or he showed me all the, uh, the covers when. He was on, and yeah, yeah, we uh, that cover was amazing. Have you have you seen absolutely him? incredible? Have you seen Ghost on
0: the Shell? I have not. Okay, so it comes out a digital copy, so I'll be sending that your way soon. Because yeah, we both got to check this movie out and report back to Jason. <laughs> Shit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I yeah, this was kind of like a quick adventures in hunting. Do you have anything else to talk about? I do not. Uh, okay. All right. Then let's move on to uh, this week's sneak peeks, uh, starting with uh, the second trailer. It's the second trailer, right, for WandaVision? I it was. Pretty sure it's the second.
1: Okay. I don't yep. think they count the the little teasers. Yes, I don't
0: think so. And there were, there was quite a bit for
1: those. Um. Yeah.
0: But. Yeah, this show just looks balls-to-the-wall insane, and I mean that in the best way possible.
1: Yeah, it looks like it's going to be nuts. <laughs> and so this starts streaming January
0: 15th, right? Isn't that what they said? Yep, January 15th. Okay. I'll be watching this midnight, dude, right when it pops up on Disney+, Plus, I'll be there. This This yeah. trailer got me hooked. Like, it's kind of hard to explain what's going on in this trailer, I feel, at least, because it just jumps from one scene with Wanda and Vision to their neighbors, back to Wanda and Vision, to Vision, to Wanda. Just, ah, it's insane, but I loved it.
1: Yeah, it's pretty wild, like, what's going on, but it seems like, if I'm remembering correctly, I think I remember hearing that one of the episodes was shot in front of a live audience. Oh that's awesome. I love yeah. It. So that's going to be freaking awesome to see. But it seems like near the end cuz it's jumping from like reality to reality or uh sitcom to sitcom show. Yeah. Um so they have like these magical transitions and then everything kind of changes um around them. But it does seem like their reality is in danger somehow near the end.
0: It does seem like that. And I'm
1: wondering... Yeah, I'm wondering if it's Doctor Strange. That would be such
0: an amazing segue into Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness.
1: Yeah. Because, like, what if, like, the madness aspect of this is Wanda? Oh, that would be so perfect. So perfect. Like, if just... If everything just, like, affected her so harshly that she created her own reality and just went mad.
0: That'd be so cool. And it's not out of Wanda's character that I could absolutely see her doing that.
1: Yeah. And then Vision would end up being on her side mm-hmm. because he doesn't know what's going on. And maybe he's, like, I don't know. like, But it's just maybe they're... Their world or their their home, as they said, is in danger because Doctor Strange is trying to put things back together, and so it just becomes like she creates the or has something to do with opening up the multiverse. Yeah. Ugh. Well, that just makes me even more excited now for this show. Yeah, that's my that's my big old theory on on that's Wandavision. A, that's a good ass theory, bro. Yeah, I'm so excited for this show. I'm I'm pumped that we're we're getting so much Disney Plus content and so much Seriously? good stuff. There's like, a lot of stuff that I'm like, I I mean, I'm on the fence with watching it, but I'm probably going to end up watching it because I don't think any of this stuff is going to be streaming consecutively no. or at or at the same time.
0: No, I don't think so. No, I think there's a decent um, gap between all of them.
1: Yeah, so we're going to get WandaVision on January 15th. We're probably going to get, I think they said six episodes. Okay. Um, For the Marvel shows, I hope, I hope they like bump it up to eight, because I would love that. Me too. But... Right after we're done with WandaVision, it might be a little gap in time, but then shortly after that, we're, and I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but we're getting into the next uh trailer that we got, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, coming out in March 2021. Shit, yes. Um,
0: For some reason, when this trailer, I mean, do you want to talk anything else about WandaVision?
1: Not really, just because of how confusing the trailer is. For and real, it's, it's, like you said, it's hard to explain. It's easy to come up with theories, though. Yeah,
0: so if you guys haven't seen the trailer, please go check it out. It's a great trailer. It gets you super, super hyped for the show. So de- definitely go check it out.
1: Do it in. You're cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're part of the cool kids now.
1: Should we break into that? No, we'll, we break we'll never be part of the cool
0: kids. <laughs> Oh come on, can't we break out into that Taylor Swift song? I think that's Taylor Swift, right? I wish that I could be like the cool kids, like the cool
1: kids. (laughs) You don't know that song? I know that song. I don't that's a stupid ass song.
0: (laughs) Well, so is (laughs) I don't know about you, but I'm feeling twenty two. I'm not arguing with you. (laughs) You know what, the only part, the only thing good about that song is that video that someone made that it's, I don't know about you, and then it cuts to the video where the girl's just like, bitch, I hope the F you do. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only good part of that song, because that video will never not be funny. Oh, jeez. Anyway. Yeah, I don't have
1: anything else on (laughs) WandaVision. All right, anyway, getting back on track.
0: So, first trailer for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I gotta admit, when this trailer first started, I don't know why I was I wasn't completely on board yet. But once we got to the part with Falcon like flying around and like was it the Grand Canyon?
1: It looks like the Grand Canyon. Okay,
0: I was I was absolutely on board. I'm freaking sold on this show, and I love the um the um. How I don't. I don't want to say altercation, but maybe like the butting of heads sometimes between um, Sam and uh, Bucky. I lo- I love that, and then uh, like like just like the ending shot of them where isn't isn't it Bucky just like shut up or something like that because of some shit Sam says and
1: yeah. I, I love the big one between
0: these two. I
1: love it. I love it too. One thing that I really I noticed about this, and I don't think it's going to detract from the show too much, the the scene where he is flying through the Grand Canyon, mm-hmm. it looks not as high quality as some Marvel movies, but it's still like really good quality.
0: Yeah, and I th- I think maybe we'll just have to somewhat face that fact, just because you know these are TV shows; they're not. I mean, they're big budget, but they're not MCU movies. And so they might have a little bit of a lesser budget here.
1: Yeah, and I I can be absolutely forgiving of that. Because, I mean, Mandalorian, those special effects, I don't think are top-notch, highest-level special effects, but they work for the show.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: So I think that we're going to have the same situation. I think it's that you're gonna be able to tell some things are fake. Um but I don't think it's going to be distracting. As long as they tell a good story, and
0: I I truly trust Marvel to tell a good story with these two. I don't I don't think I'll bat an eye if I uh, see a an effect that I feel would have looked better if it was an MCU movie and on an MCU TV show.
1: Yeah. And I'm pretty sure this show is also supposed to be six episodes. Okay. So, I I have a... F- like, we're going to be seeing Falcon, I feel, more than a lot of the other MCU people. Because this this episodes are supposed to be, like, an hour long.
0: Hell yeah.
1: So, we're going to get six hours of Bucky and, and Sam. I'm cool with that. So, that puts him already... Like, if it's split evenly... Obviously, it's going to put them at a lot more screen time than most other MCU people. Like, it's going to put them up there with freaking Cap, Iron Man, and Thor. Yes. Yeah, so that's going to be freaking amazing. I want to know why uh, the shield is in, like, a display case. Yeah, that was interesting.
0: Yeah, I. Yeah. Th- yeah, they, they, they got some explaining to do with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I'm excited to see everything that happens. I'm excited to see Zemo. I'm oh, excited yeah, to see Zemo what they do bad, with U.S. Well. Agent. Is um like, all that stuff's going to be awesome?
0: Is Martin Freeman coming back as Agent Ross here?
1: Uh, I haven't seen anything about him. Okay. So, I'm going to assume no. Okay, I'm just wondering. Yeah, because he... Yeah, that's... I have no idea. I I don't... I don't think so. Okay. I think they would maybe just have him not watching Zemo one day. (laughs) There there we go. (laughs) That's a good way to explain it. (laughs) Yeah. But this show is looks like it's going to be wild.
0: Yeah, uh, all of these shows look like they're going to be wild and that I mean that in the best possible way.
1: Yeah. And I love what they did with Bucky, made him a lot like back to clean cut. Yes, and I love it. I think his arm could be a bit more prominent though. That's fair. Cuz is is he wearing a sleeve over his arm or It looks
0: like it because yeah, I was kind of like I never like um well, watching the trailer for like it never like clicked to me to look for his uh his uh arm, and so like after the trailer is uh, over, I'm just like, wait, did he even actually even have his Winter Soldier arm on?
1: He does, cause you can tell like his hand is is covered.
0: Okay, yeah, see, I didn't even pick um, up on so that. So
1: I think he's like wearing a glove or something. Uh, it's just I, d- I couldn't tell with the rest of his arm, and I think I preferred his um very shiny silver arm because nice. it stood out.
0: yeah, me too.
1: And like he was wearing very dark like in the winter Soldier movie he was wearing very dark colors so his arm kind of stood out a bit more. And with them putting like dark colors on a dark suit, yeah like a dark metal on a dark suit, it just kind of blends in a bit too much, I feel. I would have gone for maybe a lighter color for his suit and then the dark color for his arm if they wanted to go that route or maybe flip-flop it again or just something just so his arm stands out.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough.
1: Do you like Sam's costume though? His new costume looks incredible. I love that they went with the, uh, the classic color scheme, white and red.
0: I appreciate that it doesn't look as bulky as, um, his costume did in like Civil War, um, Infinity War. You thought it thing. looked bulky? Maybe just a little bit in the chest area. I mean, hmm. I, I mean, I know Anthony Mackie's pretty ripped, but I don't, I don't know. Like, it seemed like a little too bulky up here. Maybe that was just me.
1: I'll have to do a comparison because I don't remember him being like that bulky. I thought like all of his costume designs have been pretty sleek.
0: Yeah. Kinda
1: so maybe,
0: maybe I'm just losing my mind.
1: It could be that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm excited. To see... <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited to see. I don't think we're gonna see his full transition to Captain America until the l- later episodes. Yeah. Like, I have a feeling, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, the way that I see it going, it's going to be five episodes of whatever story they're following, the sixth episode is going to be the final battle, but at the end of the, he's either going to suit up at the end of the fifth episode, or he's going to suit up at the... Maybe last quarter of the final, and you, huh? I can't wait to see what they do with that. Yeah, with that suit. So, <gasps> so oh, it's gonna be badass. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I think they can do some really good stuff. Oh no, absolutely! And like I feel it. like it's not even—it's not even going to feel like. Because in Endgame, it did it feel to you like? Captain America was the one passing on the mantle? Yeah, I think so. That's where I think we we differ a bit, because I didn't feel like... It wasn't Captain America handing the the shield over. It was Steve Rogers handing the shield over. And I feel I get like... I where you're
0: coming from. Yeah.
1: And I, I kind of want Bucky to be the one that accepts him as Captain America first. Like, kind of be like, you were in this.
0: That would be a really good character moment.
1: Yeah. Or if they both became Captain America, I would love that too. (laughs) The Captain
0: Americas. Why not?
1: Dude, that would be (laughs) badass. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, that's all I got for Falcon and Winter Soldier.
0: Okay. Yeah, I don't have anything else to add. Uh, Moving on, Uh, the next trailer we got was uh, our first sneak peek at Loki. And this movie, not movie, I'm sorry, TV show, is going places I did not expect it to go. Because, I mean, this does create a new timeline since it's the uh, Loki that escaped um, during that scene in Endgame where... To, um, the test rack is knocked out of Tony's hands and Loki grabs it and travels off to looks like the Sahara Desert Um, <laughs> kind of yeah Um, and then just you get introduced to Owen Wilson but like old Owen Wilson and it's really weird and just I don't know like I don't really know how to explain this trailer because like everything just came at me and I'm just like okay I don't. This show is going places I never thought I would see something like this go. But I'm completely on board. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Nah, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, feel. Um,
0: I don't. Uh, what did you
1: think of it? I thought it was really good. I think it's it's kind of a cool. Tie in to Endgame, and I I love like that they just like change it. Like it's kind of weird because what, what what's the name of it's T? It's, I forget what the name of the, like the time travel agency place is, or enforcement people are.
0: Oh yeah, I forgot to.
1: Yeah, it's like T something, but. I love that they are. Um. What was I saying? I love how they are <laughs> tying in the time travel aspect and the effects of that because it seemed like he, it. Loki ended up somewhere that he didn't want to be, mm-hmm. traveling with the, the tesseract, and I'm wondering if. Because he transported maybe the time travel people had a say in that. Because he's altering history. And then he kind of becomes an agent for them in some way, shape, or form. Shit. Yeah, so I'm I'm really excited for this show. I think this could literally go anywhere. And it seems like it does. Because you see... Loki in a bunch of different outfits. You see one where he's like clean cut. Like he looks like freaking Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, he did. He did. (laughs) Like, but in like a suit, short hair, all of that. And I love the final suit you see him in. Or the final outfit you see him in, in the trailer. Like they, they've kind of given him like the, the suit that he wears because th- in the comics right now, I think he's a hero. Oh, shit. So it's kind of like that suit. Like, they've given him that, that suit. Like, the kind of the more headband with the horns. Yeah. Um, And then kind of the regal green suit with, like, the f- foofy shoulders and everything. Yeah. So I think that they're going to go more of a heroic route with him. Hmm. In your opinion,
0: do you think that this is, um, when it comes to these trailers, do you think this is Disney's most, or Disney Plus's, a uh, wild card when it comes to the
1: Marvel shows? Uh, I think the next one we're going to talk about's the the wild card.
0: Okay. All right. Um, well, do you have anything else to say about Loki? I do not. Okay. Alright, so then guess I guess we're moving on to the wild card of the uh, MCU Disney Plus uh, lineup so far. And that is, we got our first trailer for What If. And so uh, this series will be showcasing different scenarios in the uh, MCU. Say, um, uh, T'Challa was Star-Lord. Um... I'm trying to remember other stuff that happened in the trailers. Oh, if uh, Peggy became Captain America. Um, if uh Steve as Captain America was a zombie and Bucky had to fight him. Um, Clint's actually thrown in there. I don't know for what scene, or whatnot. But yeah, you get one glimpse of Hawkeye, so it's gonna be very interesting to see what's up with that. Um. But a lot is thrown at you in this episode, not episode, in this trailer. And the whole scene with Doctor Strange when he's fighting himself, that was so badass.
1: Yeah, I want to know what the shit that's all about. For
0: real, though. I think that was actually probably the... I mean, don't get me wrong, I love that one clip of Hawkeye, but that was probably the best part of this whole trailer was watching Doctor Strange fight himself.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so the what if is... Uh, storyline. It's a it's a comic book uh, series that Marvel did, um, and I th- the first one what or I think it was the first one was what if Spider Man joined the Fantastic Four? Interesting. Like that was the that was their first comic. Okay. Um. But yeah. So now we're getting. Uh, what if the Super Soldier Serum was given to Peggy Carter instead of Steve Rogers? And then we are getting uh, what would happen if Yondu picked up T'Challa instead of Peter Quill? Oh, yep. Uh, what else? Yeah, they're also doing a uh, Doctor Strange and Thor alternate things. No one quite knows what those are yet. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, because we did see like an Iron Man 2 clip where Iron Man's eating stuff out of the donut.
0: Oh, yes, we did.
1: Yeah, and then there's like the Marvel Zombies one. So it's like, it seems like it's Bucky versus the Zombies.
0: Yeah, that, that is what it seems like.
1: Yeah, but this is Amazing. I want to know what they did with T'Challa. Like, did Chadwick Boseman have enough time to record his lines for that? Yeah. that.
0: Yeah, that's going to be interesting. I hope he did.
1: I hope he did, too. Because it's going to make me sad if he wasn't able to. Yeah. <laughs> and I should have too now. He, uh... Yeah, that's going to look That's going to be an interesting series. And that's honestly the one... I love the animation style. I do too. I don't know. I'm getting like a Spider-Verse kind of vibe
0: from it. Just a little bit. And I love that. I am too a
1: little bit. Like, I don't know how to explain it. (laughs) It's kind of like, not the... If they were to have like taken out all the things that made... Into the Spider Verse look like it was a comic book, mm-hmm. but it was like it's like realistic. Yeah, that that's actually a really good way to explain it. Yeah, but I love that all of the the actors are coming back to voice who they played. Oh yeah, I'm I am too. I freaking love. Like that. Haley Atwell is coming back to play whatever you want to call her, I'm going to call her Captain Britain. Is <laughs> that what she's called? Or Captain Carter. Captain Carter. I love it. Yeah. But her suit is badass. Ser- I love her shield. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Her... So, instead, like, with Captain America, like, everyone knows, it has the uh, the star on the chest. It's like a blue top and then stripes down his uh his torso with captain carter you still have the stripes down the torso but instead of the star it's like a big union jack across her chest and the shield has a union jack in the center instead of a star and then it's the red circle white circle and then it's a blue circle yeah, uh, like hmm. that's kind of the pattern of the shield, and the the shield looks freaking bitching. It does. <laughs> oh, <laughs> love it! So I am so freaking pumped for this series. I am. I too. think it's gonna be. I honestly think it's gonna be one of my favorite.
0: I do too. I mean, everyone knows what my favorite's gonna be when it finally does come out. But <laughs>
1: uh, speaking of that, whatever the Hawkeye one is,
0: yeah. Um, speaking speaking of that um, it was kind of under speculation I mean but it was it was kind of confirmed from the leak photos but they officially confirmed that Haley Steinfeld is playing Kate Bishop in Hawkeye and I'm over the freaking moon guys bros whatever um gosh I'm so excited oh I can't contain myself
1: anyway yeah, moving uh, on that's good. <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah, everyone is, uh like I said, everyone's coming back, and the narrator for this series is going to be Uatu, the Watcher, and he is going to be voiced by Jeffrey Wright. Oh, and that's fantastic. And I think fantastic. Jeffrey Wright has an amazing voice. Yes, he does. So, that is perfect. Shit, yeah.
0: So, um,
1: I'm I'm pumped. Super yes, pumped.
0: oh I'm zoo. All right, uh, do you have anything else to uh, say about these lineup of trailers? I do not. Okay, what's your ranking? One to four.
1: Oh, this one's going to be tough. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> For real,
0: though.
1: Oh damn. Before I, I list my t- my four or b- before I order them, okay, I'm just going to say that these margins are very 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 close. Okay. So with that being said, my number one is going to go to What If. Okay. I'm so excited for everywhere that this could possibly go. I'm excited that. They have already greenlit a season two.
0: Oh shit! They have.
1: Yeah, and oh, they're already. Yeah. I think that's already in production. F- like they're yes. already working on that. So I'm over the moon over the, with that, and I love like these what if scenarios. I do too. Like I think that's one of my favorite story lines. Like, like I read a Spider Man comic where it was what if. The spider bit Flash Thompson instead of Peter Parker.
0: Oh, that's awesome! I love it.
1: Yeah, and I oh, so good. So <laughs> number one is what if? Uh... Number two, I'm gonna give to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. I'm having a trouble. My two and three could flip very easily. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to give number two to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, I'm super excited to see uh, The Shield in action again. Yes. And I'm excited to see what they do with Zemo because I love Zemo as a villain. And now that he's going to be, like, comic accurate, is going to be off the hook. Hell yeah, it is. And U.S. Agent, I'm excited to see what they do with that. And the conflict that U.S. Agent and uh, Sam Wilson have. That's that—that's going to be awesome. Yeah, so Falcon and Winter Soldier. Number three I'm giving to WandaVision. Just because I know that this is going to be an insane <laughs> uh, series.
0: Yes, it is.
1: Like, I feel like this is a movie that I'm going to watch multiple times before Doctor Strange comes out. <laughs> fair. that That's fair. Yeah, so I'm, I, I'm excited for that. And then number four I'm giving to Loki. And the only reason that I'm it, putting it last is I need a little bit more info.
0: I'm on the same boat as you, and my order is exactly the same. Really? Yep. Yeah, exactly the same. <laughs> With Hell e- yes. every single reason you gave, especially for the Loki, I'm still very excited for the show, but I do need a little bit more.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. one through four. Yeah. But my excitement level for all of these is like a ten. Same. <laughs> same. <laughs> all right.
0: What do you say? we uh move on to our main event of the evening
1: say so let's do it all right time for the main event it's main event time
0: let's play game Alright, so, for this week's main event of the evening, we will be doing our All Bros breakdown of the horror Christmas film titled Better Watch Out. Um, Caleb, would you like to walk our new viewers or old viewers or what, what any kind of viewer you are of how we break down films here on the All Bros? I really so elegant. That. I know, right? Oh, so great.
1: All right. If you're new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final all-bros uh, letter grade. Um, and the eight categories that we grade are story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes. And then we give it our own personal grade at the very end. And that gives us all the information that we need to give it a letter grade. Um,
0: Yes, sir.
1: Yeah. So, if you have not seen this movie, spoiler alert ahead. Go watch this movie. We are not even freaking joking. Yeah.
0: Seriously. Like, Jason, I heard, like like I've said many times, (laughs) uh, I listened to last week's episode. And I know you're not the biggest fan of horror Christmas movies, but please go watch this one. It's it's really worth it.
1: Yeah. It's, it's so good. It is so good. And it, I oh. would... It would break my heart to know that someone spoiled the movie for themselves by listening to this. So yes. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> I would cause... rather you not listen to this episode if you have not seen this movie. <laughs> Cause this is one of the biggest <laughs>
0: plot twists I've ever seen in a horror film, and I loved every minute of it. Yeah. So. So with we'll that. Be spoiling it. In five. Four. Three. Two. One. You say
1: everyone dies.
0: I wasn't going to. I was just going <laughs> to say you've been
1: warned. Damn! Wait to Dude, sell that's me what you've short. Done every other t- I know, That's what but you've done every other time, you're just like, everyone dies. <laughs> I was
0: trying to, I'm trying to be better. Stop selling me short, asshole. <laughs>
1: uh, all right, God. so to great story, we are going to start off with a little segment that we like to call Reading with Rose, uh, with two E's. <laughs> and <laughs> Okay, since you read last week's plot, we got to come up with a name
0: for yours as well. Not reading with Rose? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. I'll come up with something. I'll get back to you next week. I'll have something.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I only do that when you're gone, and you're not gone that often.
0: Okay, but I'm just saying, I still want to have something. Okay?
1: I'll have something, I promise.
0: All right, whatever. All right. So, at Christmas time, 17 year old Ashley is babysitting precocious 12 year old Luke Lerner. Luke has romantic feelings for Ashley and unsuccessfully attempts to seduce her while watching a horror film. Strange, happen-
1: seducing.
0: <laughs> yeah, for real, yeah. uh, strange happenings outside put Ashley on edge, but it ultimately appears to be just Luke's best friend Garrett, who has arrived to visit. Hearing a window break upstairs, the trio find a brick inscribed with, You leave and you die. Garrett panics and runs out the back door, but is apparently killed by an unknown shooter. Shocked, Ashley and Luke run upstairs and hide in the attic. Ashley almost breaks her neck from a fall, but Luke catches her. After they run into Luke's room and hide in his closet, a masked intruder armed with a shotgun walks in. Okay, if you guys haven't... Please, if you guys haven't seen this movie yet, please stop listening right (laughs) now. We
1: already gave the warning. We already gave the warning. It is on them at this point. Okay. (laughs) Ashley
0: recognizes the mask as one of Luke's and yanks it off the intruder, revealing Garrett. Ashley realizes that Luke was hoping to seduce her by scaring her. Angered, Ashley yells at Luke, calling him mental and saying he needs therapy and tries to leave. Luke follows behind Ashley, and once at the top of the stair, Luke slaps her, causing her to fall down the stairs and be knocked unconscious. Luke binds Ashley with duct tape, forcing her to play truth or dare. Her boyfriend, Ricky, arrives at the house after receiving a text message sent by Ashley earlier. When Ricky fails to find Ashley, he realizes that something is wrong. Luke tries to knock him out, but fails. After nearly killing Luke, Ricky is threatened by Garrett with the shotgun. Luke knocks Ricky out, and they tie him up beside Ashley. While Ashley uses a shard of glass to cut herself free, Luke tries to show Garrett what happens if you actually hit someone in the head with a swinging paint can. Based on a scene from the film Home Alone, Luke tries to demonstrate with Ricky, but misses on the first swing. Ashley gets free and threatens Luke with a gun. He releases the paint can, which hits and kills Ricky. When Ashley realizes the gun is empty, she tries to escape to a group of carolers outside. Luke uses the brick tossed through the upstairs window to knock her out again before she can alert them. Luke calls Ashley's ex-boyfriend, Jeremy, claiming that she wants him to write an apology letter. While Jeremy does so, Luke hangs him from a tree, making the apology look like a suicide note. Garrett has a change of heart and starts to free Ashley, but is killed by Luke. Luke stabs Ashley in the neck and stages the scene to frame Jeremy. Later, he goes to bed and waits for the return of his parents, who contact the police. Ashley survives, having placed duct tape over the stab wound to stop the bleeding. Luke watches from his bedroom window as Ashley gives him the finger before being wheeled into the ambulance. Luke tells his mother that he is worried about Ashley... And wants to visit her at the hospital. <laughs> so, if it, you guys it's... stuck, ar- sorry, really quickly, if you guys stuck around, if you didn't, and if you haven't seen the movie, what the hell, guys? The whole thing just got spoiled for you. you guys suck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I cannot even begin to express. How much I love this movie. <laughs> it's
0: so good. The, the biggest um gosh, there's so many positive that I can give to this movie. Um the, like the acting by like the two kid the three kids, um, the, the story, the huge twist, the writing is also there as a huge solid just there's very few problems with this
1: movie. I'm gonna put it that way. Yeah, and this was a movie that was, in like, it went straight. It didn't like uh have a theatrical run.
0: So it actually did. It just didn't gross a lot of money. <laughs> Why though? It was very limited. I think, cause um, oh my, so gosh. the budget the budget was three million. Uh, it only grossed one hundred eighty eight thousand seven hundred and fifty six dollars.
1: Dude, this movie is insane. Yes. The main kid, oh. Luke, is mental.
0: He he really is mental. Levi
1: Miller is the actor for uh for Luke. He and he has not been in good shit. <laughs> yeah, wasn't
0: he in um
1: A Wrinkle in Time? Yep, he was in A Wrinkle in Time. He was in Pan before that. Oh, shit. Yeah, and... Oh, my gosh. So good. (laughs) So freaking good. Like, this is easily his best performance.
0: Oh, hands down. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah, he hasn't done a whole lot of movies he's all like his first um acting credit is from 2010 and it wasn't even uh, a full movie it was a short oh uh then he was in okay so the first one was a short then he was kind of had a minor role in a movie um It seemed like he only had, like, a small role in a show, another role in a short, and then he got pan. Oh, okay. And then he was in Supergirl, and then Better Watch Out immediately after that. Nice. Yeah, so... A very short career. Yes, Um,
0: unfortunately.
1: Yeah, but I'm excited to see what this kid can bring in the future.
0: For real, though, this kid is amazing.
1: Yeah, and we'll get into that once we get once we start talking about acting. But yes, talking about the story, and I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible because that's the whole point of grading this stuff. Yeah, true. The story, it keeps you very well engaged throughout the f- opening sequence. Like, in the opening sequence, you think it's going to be your everyday horror movie.
0: Yeah, especially, um, I feel, and, you know, I noticed watching this uh, the other night that uh, this part literally goes nowhere. When Ashley's just uh, driving down the street, and then that uh, one sedan uh, starts up and starts following her. Do you remember that scene? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that goes nowhere. <laughs> like, I find that so funny. I'm just like, "Okay, is that was that supposed to just like draw us off?" Because I mean, like, kudos to you, uh, whoever directed this. I actually don't. Um, that wasn't uh, uh, Jeremy, was it? Oh shit, it might have. I mean, if it was Stalker, much?
1: <laughs> yeah. So it could have just been a creepy thing and maybe like that's what so maybe that's kind of what sold the creepiness to her more true but it's in it's insane the shit that they were able to pull with this movie on yes. us cuz i remember watching this movie the first time with you and christian
0: yeah i remember and that and we
1: like we were kind of calling it, like, we're just like, oh, someone's going to be, or it's going to be this, it's going to be that, and then the second it flips on you, it, it's like the whole movie's tone gets flipped on its head, mm-hmm. it goes from, like, a horror movie, very tense, very, just, like, full, like, fills you full of dread, and it does a really good job at doing that. Which is what you want from a horror movie. And it just gets to that point where it's like, okay, well, this shit kind of started really early. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And so you're, like, sitting there. You're like, okay, okay, okay. And then once it flips and you realize that everything's a setup and you're just like, wait, what? (laughs) It blows your freaking mind. Yeah. It And I love movies like this that could just. And it, it changes the tone at, with the second watch. It changes the whole tone of the movie once you know what happens. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: for, for real, though. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I remember watching, uh, what was his name? Garrett running through the backyard and you hear him get shot. Or you see him get, like, quote-unquote, get shot. Holy balls, did we just, like... Oh! just <laughs> you see a kid get murdered? What? Yeah. It's just... Oh, my gosh. But the story, it keeps you on your toes. Oh, yeah, and yeah absolutely. And it, it's... It's very, very tense throughout the whole thing. And it's I love it for that. Yes. So being as unbiased as I can possibly be, (laughs) it's it's up there in it's the score for me. We talking nineties here? I'm in the nineties. Same. Where are you at? I'm actually like at a solid ninety-five. Uh, I I'm gonna have to agree with you. Yeah, boy. It's, yeah, it's that freaking good. It really it's, is. Ah, oh, I love this movie so much. I mean, like we said, it's it keeps you, it keeps you on your toes, especially mm-hmm. if you have not seen this before. It's just. It's everything you want from a horror movie. At least, well, I want from a horror movie. No, no, same. I want to be genuinely terrified, and I was terrified of this child. (laughs) (laughs) And I loved it. I loved every freaking minute of it. I, I did, too. So... All right, 95 for story. Next up, we got writing.
0: Writing was very solid as well. Um, Even though the kid was, you know, like a psycho, um, the writing coming from... How how old is he supposed to be? 13? 13? See, 13, st- 14? Okay. So, yeah, so the writing, I still felt like a genuine, for the most part, genuine 13-year-old kid. Like the whole, uh, when they're like playing the whole truth or dare and Garrett dares him to touch uh, her boob, and he j- he just goes for it. He doesn't like question her or anything, and he's just like, oh, that's nice. I-, I get what all the fuss is about. And I'm just like, yeah,
1: a 13-year-old kid would say some shit
0: like that. Like, come on.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, freaking 13-year-old boys are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that is that is coming from someone that used to be one. Yes, 13-year-old we me was a complete and utter idiot. <laughs> yeah, same here. We were stupid.
0: I mean, we yeah. still kind of are, but maybe not as much.
1: <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Okay. But we are less so. There, okay, there we go. I would say. Um, but yeah, the writing for, for Garrett and Luke were pretty spot on. Nothing felt really out of place. I think the awkward writing came from the parents. Yeah, i I can agree with that. Yeah, like it was just odd, and it's weird because you have Patrick Warburton. Yeah, I don't. Maybe I I needed
0: a little bit of a backstory of how the parents and um, ah, oh shit. What's the babysitter's name? Uh, Ashley. Ashley of how their relationship is because the way that her and Patrick Warburton were like joking around he's he, he's just like did you get your permission to leave and he like looks serious for me I'm like wait what the shit oh it's a joke okay it's, it's a joke I wish I would have known how you guys deal with situations in this relationship but okay
1: yeah so I'm I'm definitely going to be docking for the parents because I think they were significant enough to for that and a lot of their lines were just odd yeah that's fair so but everything else like ashley's lines were pretty good i mean there were obviously some cheesy points um but luke and garrett was amazing and big spoiler right now the scene between luke and garrett when Luke pulls the shotgun on him. Holy. Yeah. Ball sack. Damn. That was nuts.
0: <laughs> like. Like. I almost like wanted to start tearing up where. Uh, uh, Garrett is just like, I want my mom. I'm just like, oh, my gosh, I feel so bad for you, kid.
1: Yeah. Your friend's a psychopath. I'm like oh no shoot like it didn't like i knew it was coming and i still like had like a little jump when yeah. he sh- got shot i'm just like oh <laughs> like don't do it <laughs> so i'm 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 giving points for that i'm giving points for ashley once she like like her one liners were freaking perfect they
0: they absolutely were. Like, I Did loved you, um, her, like... Uh, I found it funny, like though. Like, what... Oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: I forget what her line was when uh when Luke felt her up.
0: Oh, uh, what was she saying? I think she just says, like, oh, I felt like a 13-year-old kid felt me up or something like that. Or a 13-year-old boy. Yeah. He expected her <laughs> to call him a man,
1: some shit like that. Yeah, and we'll get into acting here in a second, but... I found it funny, so though, good.
0: with uh, Ashley. I don't know if you noticed this, but her accent kind of actually came through in one scene. I did
1: notice that.
0: When she's just like, you need therapy and lots, and when she says lots of it, you can hear it a little bit.
1: Yeah. Every single uh, time I watch it, I, I didn't I, pick, it I, I pick, pick it up. I, I didn't pick it up during the watch because I watched it. I watched the uh, dead meat video of it, oh. so that's when he when he pointed it out. I was just like, "Ah, I guess that's true." Yeah. Oh, you didn't watch
0: it. Wait, did you? Wait, so that's the only thing that you watched was the dead meat video. You didn't watch it on Tubi
1: again. No, I I, I did. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm just saying I watched that after, and uh, I didn't catch okay. the accent then. the first go around. Like, dark, or second go-round, I guess. But, yeah, I didn't catch it while I was watching because I wasn't paying attention to that. No, oh, yeah. I was just focusing on what was going on. But, yeah, once he pointed it out, I'm like, oh. No, see, I, yeah, I so, didn't now pick that's it up all I'm going to be able either. to think about ne- whenever I watch it. <laughs> yeah,
0: when I w- watched it with you and Christian, yeah, that's when I finally picked up on it.
1: Yeah. So, writing is good. I'm I'm not going to put it as high as the story though. No, I wouldn't either. But it's still pretty high. I would say it's still uh, I'd say it's like in I was going to say 90s, but I think I'm more like the high 80s for it. Just cuz I th- like I said okay. the the parents kind of didn't s- sell me there was some cheesy writing be- with Ricky and Jeremy.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: But Ashley, Luke, and Garrett were-, were damn near flawless. So with that, I'm I'd sit about eighty-seven. I can give you that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Eighty-seven.
1: All right, eighty-seven for writing. Uh, what are we thinking for acting?
0: Uh, so I'm thinking Luke, Garrett, and Ashley. I dig it. Okay,
1: perfect. I definitely dig it. Awesome.
0: All right, uh, do we want to start with Garrett and then go to maybe Ashley and then Luke, or do we want to go Luke to Ashley?
1: Uh, Luke to Ashley. Okay, awesome. All right, uh, first yeah. up,
0: so first up we have uh, Garrett, who's played by Ed Oxenbold. And he uh, was actually um, Alexander in uh, Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. Which, even though they changed so much in that movie, I still freaking love that movie. And it's one of my favorite adaptions from a book that I grew up with. I loved that book as a kid.
1: Yeah, he hasn't been in a whole lot of... Uh... <sighs> oh, what the hell am I trying to say? He hasn't been in a lot of uh, shows or movies. He was in on what was it? Uh, the visit. I still haven't seen that. Yeah, he was actually wasn't he in the visit with the actress for Ashley?
0: I think he might have been here. Let me check. I think you're
1: right. Yeah, I think that's something that uh, Dead Meat pointed out. That's crazy. That they were just coming off of off of that. Um This kid did so well with like these little ticks. Yep, that's her. Yeah. Yeah. That, so, that's so cool. Yeah, so yeah, Ed Oxenbold, he did really well with these like little ticks that he was supposed to have. That's true. And did she. I'm not remembering. Did she. Because, I mean, the dead meat video is so fresh in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but did she. Did Ashley recognize Garrett because of the scratching or because of the mask? Uh, so
0: she doesn't recognize that it's him. Fully recognize that it's him until the scratching. Okay. Yeah. So she recognizes the mask at first, and then once she sees him rub his uh, shoulder, she's just like, Garrett.
1: Mm. So, okay. So I loved that that was something that gave it away because they were alluded to it a few times before it became a thing. That's true, they did. And... Yeah, I love uh... how in that one bathroom scene when...
0: uh. Uh, Tyler's mom catches him. Um, not Tyler. I'm sorry. Wow. Leave. Uh, Spencer, right? What's uh, Spencer? No. What's the main kid's name? I forgot. Luke. Luke. Sorry. I love when uh Luke's mom catches um Garrett in the bathroom, and you seem like try to cover up the pills like really quick that he's trying to, like, confiscate, and she's just like, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, do you, have, do you have any itching cream? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, it's it's so funny watching someone portray a 13-year-old trying to sneak around. Yeah. Because I know damn well I was not sneaky at all. I was not either. <laughs> or... I mean, I guess I was—I could have been sneaky. I just wasn't very good at it. <laughs> weren't
0: good at getting away with it.
1: Yeah, and I loved his performance. I thought a lot of the stuff, like he was on board for a lot of stuff until everything kind of went south. Yeah, because like he, wh- like he had a line. Like, was it a little further than it should have been? Yes. <laughs> But he had a line and he's and you could tell he was afraid of Luke and he did so good at betraying that fear.
0: Dude, the, the part that always sticks out to me is when Luke uh, knocks out uh, Ricky and uh, he's just like, isn't this exciting? And Carrie's just like, no, dude, don't you realize we're going to frickin jail, frickin jail?
1: Oh my gosh. Dude, he was also like some really good comedic relief. Yes. For he a was. while. Yeah. And. Oh my gosh. The. Uh, it's. It's so hard to like t- talk about him. It's so hard, like, because there's not really anything that I have to complain about with him. No. He was just. Oh. He was really good. And, like, I wouldn't say it's like top notch a plus performance but no. it was solid yeah with what he was given he did a great job yeah and his the emotional scenes where he's asking for his mom and right before he gets shot by Luke those are really good it's yeah it's he did really well i'm not quite in the 90s though with him but what, I would, what, what are you thinking for him? I'm thinking a solid 89. 89, yeah. I can give you that. All right. I can definitely give you that. All right. Next up, we got Levi Miller, who played Luke. Damn, this kid can play psychotic. Holy shit. Dude, he was so good. I. L- his voice was squeaking throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And he acted through it. He did. And I feel and like that, it just he, added to it. I loved it. Yeah. And this, it was so hard to figure out what the hell was wrong with this kid. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. it was like, there were moments where he was very, acting very childish. There were moments where he was acting very just emotional mm-hmm. and then there's like every all this planning was flawless.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean I gotta give this kid props, like he had everything planned out to a T.
1: Almost. Hell yeah, he did. Yeah, almost everything. Yeah. But <laughs> I mean, damn so good. Like <laughs> I I love the Obviously, there's the twist that um, he's a freaking psycho and he's setting up this whole thing to try and get in Ashley's pants, Yep. which obviously comes back to biting him in the ass. Mm -hmm. But then the whole interaction with Ricky and thinking that Ricky kind of came out of nowhere And realizing that he actually wanted Ricky there,
0: yeah, that
1: like you just think like, oh, this dude, this kid's freaking screwed now, and like shit's gonna hit the fan. No, he was freaking prepared. (laughs) And that was oh, that was wild.
0: I love the part when after he uh, knocks out Ricky the first time, he's like all strutting down the hallway owning his shit and then Ricky actually wakes up and you just see the fear in his eyes he's like shit this I thought you hit you hard enough
1: <laughs> dude I love the scene when after he had stabbed Ricky in the cheek with the freaking pencil and they were like making him smoke oh yeah but then, like, the smoke was coming oh, out yeah, of the hole in his oh, cheek. Like, oh, it makes me cringe. Uh,
0: that was... So, ugh. Dude, the whole paint yeah. can thing makes me cringe.
1: Oh, my gosh. Like the, the way that they did... Th- we'll talk about that in effects okay. when we get there. But Okay. Oh, oh.
0: Like, god oh, damn. But, okay.
1: Yeah. Back to Levi. Anyway. Back to Levi, yeah. <laughs> he was so good. He, he was uh, so good. What? I, like, did you have any issues with him?
0: No. And if I'm being honest, he might have been my favorite performance of the whole movie. He might be my highest.
1: Same here. B- wh- I wh- whatever you want to give him, I will. I will c- agree with. Ah oh, shit. Um. <laughs>
0: I don't know, because I, I want to go high, but then I don't know what's too high. Yeah, that's... it's. His performance was just so
1: freaking good.
0: What would you say to a, a 95?
1: I can definitely do a 95. Or do
0: you think it should be higher?
1: I'd go... The highest I would go is 97. Okay. Okay. So then should we meet at, like, 96?
0: Yeah, 96
1: seems fair. All right. All right, next we got Olivia DeJonge. DeJonge? However you want to say that. Who played Ashley, the babysitter.
0: She was fantastic
1: as well. I loved her. She (laughs) kicked ass. Yeah, she did. Even though she She... was tied to a chair, like, almost, what, a quarter of the movie? Yeah, it's just with how much acting she had to do with her eyes. Yes. And I think that's what sold me on her performance. I feel, yeah, I agree. That's very hard to do, and she did an excellent job. Yeah, she did so good with that. Like, so good. Like, you could tell that there was, like, genuine fear or, like, disgust or whatever it was that she was feeling or trying to portray. You could see it in her eyes. Yeah. She... Amazing. Yeah. Like, one of the pictures that they have in the IMDb page is her wrapped up in the Christmas lights and duct tape. And you can, like, see just the the fear and like sadness in her eyes and then scooting over like it's you see her with it like the duct tape over her mouth and like her eyes are what's freaking sell it's it's insane yeah she did an amazing job like absolutely amazing job and I I wouldn't quite put her on the same level as Levi Miller.
0: No, but I feel it's
1: very close. Extremely close. I would put her at a 95 with how well she did.
0: I can absolutely give you that.
1: All right. And that averages our acting grade to a 93.33. Not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. All right, next up, we got character development, which, this being a horror movie, we're going to do logic.
0: Yeah. Unless you th- think someone I, had some development? I, I don't really think any. I mean, the only one that I can think of is Garrett realizing that his best friend's psychotic,
1: and he should maybe not go along
0: with his plan. But I don't really think he, we should grade that for character development.
1: Yeah, so we'll just go with logic. Okay. And honestly, the logic in this was pretty well
0: done. Yeah, it was really... Soft. I mean, the only thing that I have, and I feel it's still going to be a question after you watch this movie, is the whole paint can debate.
1: That is true. Yeah, That is absolutely true. I'm honestly... A... Okay. <laughs> because we're going to get into this conversation one way or another. Yeah. I'm on team this would F you up.
0: I am too, especially considering how big they make paint can paint cans nowadays. Like those things are freaking massive, and they weigh a shit ton. So coming at a pretty high high amount of speed, and I feel when he threw that over the railing, he that he he freaking chucked that thing like it was a freaking football. Um, so the the speed that it was getting, I could absolutely see that doing some severe damage to
1: someone's face. Yeah.
0: Now, the question I'm, is, I'm, could you I'm see Okay, I'm going to Google this face. really quick.
1: Okay. I'm going to Google <laughs> this really fast. Okay. And let's... Okay. Blowtorch, paint can to the face. Okay, assuming the paint can... So this is a st Clair's verdict on the injury paint can to the face okay assuming the paint can is full roughly 10 pounds and the rope is 10 feet long marv and harry each take a roughly two kilogram newton hit to the face that is easily enough to fracture multiple facial bones and is probably going to knock you out cold also, I wouldn't expect either of the wet bandits to walk away from this with all of their teeth. Yeah. So. Okay. So, but what I'm hearing wo- is okay. you can survive this. <laughs> okay.
0: But yet, in this movie, Ricky's face gets completely smushed in. From this.
1: Yeah, and I think they did a really smart thing in not like showing it. <laughs> I
0: loved that. I love that right after it hits, you see um, Olivia's face and then it just uh, it just like goes down to like his feet view and you just see the paint and blood just dripping down. Yeah, I, I loved that so much.
1: I loved the behind the scenes with that and them saying like, oh, he was in like he was in that position for days, like weeks filming damn. this movie because they wanted that like continuity like he yeah. was just sitting there like that was his whole deal he's would just get drenched in paint and blood and have to like go back to that position and that was like his whole day damn yeah and wow. I think he did a <laughs> solid job
0: <laughs> he he really did <laughs>
1: yeah but oh my gosh I easily the best kill of the movie.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely that that whole scene is just kind of a whole. It's a hard pill to swallow, honestly.
1: Yeah, and I love that it was based off of Home Alone. That's why they were doing it. I
0: thought <laughs> at the beginning, uh, you know, Garrett's like saying like, "Oh, dude, yeah, you know, like you were making that uh argument about the Home Alone paint cannon." Um, <laughs> ah, shit, uh. T- I'm forgetting the main kid's name again. Luke. Luke. He's just like, what? I already proved to you last week that it can actually happen, and I just love that he's just like, ah, finally get my moment to shine. Let's make this
1: real. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, if this is like based in reality, that's what I'm assuming. Um, yeah. All of this, I'm I'm basing this in reality. Because we looked up, and it said that they would survive it, I'm going to say, I'm going to dock for yeah <laughs> the paint can kill. <laughs> Everything else, though, was really well done. Mm-hmm. The the little traps that they had set up to kind of trick Ashley into thinking that someone was breaking in, or horror stuff, or whatever... Um. All of this different stuff, like it was fairly well done. Yes, absolutely. Um, very like w- well thought out. I feel so honestly, it's pretty high for me if we're talking logic.
0: How high are we talking?
1: I'm in the nineties, low nineties. Maybe, like, a solid 90. Just That's because... what I was thinking. Yeah. Just because the
0: whole paint can thing. I feel the the fact that you would survive it. I mean, yeah, you would take a lot of damage. You'd probably lose some teeth. you get absolutely yeah. knocked unconscious. Some fractures. Like it's said, you, they, it,
1: you it. would get knocked the hell out. Yeah. <laughs> you just wouldn't die. Yeah. So... It, like it said, you probably wouldn't be leaving the house with all of your teeth and your yeah. face intact. Yeah. But it seems like you would survive. Yeah,
0: you're walking away with your life. So at least there's that.
1: Yeah. Um, so next up we got effects.
0: Going back to the paint can. We're, we're just
1: going to keep going back to that scene. Um, yeah. So this like... one isn't really set in logic, though. That's true. The overall effect was amazing.
0: Yes, and I feel that's the uh, this is this scene is the best way to judge the effects Um, because I feel this is the best effect of the movie Um, because I feel it is handled so well. Um, I like honestly, I really don't have a lot of complaints with the effects throughout. I I feel that they are done very well. Um, like um, when uh, Jeremy is getting um, hung because of the uh, lawnmower. That looked absolutely realistic. And I feel that's a very hard scene to pull off with for how much is going on. But I think they did a great job um, mate, conveying that to be realistic. Do you see how all of the effects in this movie were really, really good?
1: They were. They were really solid. Um all of them seemed very practical. I think there were very few film tricks that they used. Yes. So, I'm high 90s for this one, maybe yeah. even 100 if just because practical effects are amazing. So,
0: I could honestly give it
1: 100. I say, let's do it. All right. Hell yeah. I think what sells it the most is the implication of the, what's going on. Yes. They didn't necessarily always show what was happening. Like, you didn't see Ricky get bashed in the face with a paint can. No. You uh-huh. see the paint can come, you hear the cling, and then you just see paint everywhere and then blood. Yep and then you see the the hole through the cheek thing. Yeah. Which I, actually thinking about it I might dock for that scene because I think that was the only thing that looked a little fake.
0: Okay, how much would you dock it?
1: Not much. I I probably go down to like 97 for it. Okay. Sounds fair. Cuz it's it still looked really good. It's just that was the most fake looking effect.
0: Yeah and if i feel that's the only fake looking effect that's saying something <laughs>
1: especially in a horror absolutely movie. yeah absolutely um yeah but like you said uh jeremy getting hung that looked really good and i think it like has a lot to do with D- dackery montgomery doing that yeah
0: that guy doesn't get so, enough
1: credit. He's a great actor. Great young actor. He's an amazing actor. Um But yeah, they they did really good. And then Ashley did really good, like getting stabbed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well I mean the stabbing I feel like was could it, was it kinda of, was an blah, easy blah, blah. effect. Yeah, but, but still it looked good. Yeah. So ninety seven, I think, is is pretty fair. I agree. Um, next up, we got music.
0: I actually think the music was pretty solid. I know it's it was mostly Christmas music, but I loved it. Like especially the song that's playing uh, when Luke thinks that he uh, knocked um ah uh, what is his name Ricky completely out. It's uh Christmas will be just another lonely day. And I don't know why yeah. when he's just, like, strutting his stuff, just walking away, the the song just, like, fits perfectly, and I love it. Um, but, I mean,
1: it, it's nothing to write home about, um, but I feel the music was pretty solid. I think it was, too. I'm not quite in, like, the 9 range. I'm leaning more towards a 7 or an 8.
0: I would give it a solid 8, in my opinion.
1: I can I I can give you an 8. Okay. It's it w- like I said, it wouldn't be hard to be talked up. Like I said, I was leaning more towards a 7, but it's an 8 was is good, especially for a Christmas movie. Yeah. So Yeah, not bad at all. Um next up we got costumes. Um overall, those were pretty good. Yeah. I thought they I mean, they weren't anything to special like nothing no, stood out but like they made um, sense yeah so I'm more average maybe a 6 okay I can, yeah, I can give you a 6 yeah were you thinking higher
0: or no now that I'm thinking about it I mean the only like thing that like really pops out for me is uh Patrick Warburton's ties at the beginning
1: <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Um, that's that's more than fair.
0: <laughs> Say it. no, no, I think a 6 is fair.
1: Okay. All right, then last up we got our own personal grade. So I will let you take this one. Okay. So, overall, this is
0: a great horror movie in my opinion. Um the twist is amazing. It's one of the best twists that I've seen in a horror film in a very long time. Um, i watch this movie every single year uh, around Christmas time I, I just love it the acting is on point uh the effects are super great um just I, I can't say enough good about this movie so i would give it a i'd actually give it a solid 95
1: hell yeah i'm actually <laughs> one point higher than you
0: okay very nice very i
1: nice. i ad- I am head over heels for this movie. <laughs> it is so good. It is definitely one. Now that I know where I can find and like watch it, definitely okay. going to be a yearly watch for me.
0: I still can't believe that my copy didn't come with a digital
1: copy. That's weird. I know. That's freaking lame. Yeah. But whatever. But so good. So freaking good. If you have not seen this movie, go and check it out. Do yourself a favor. Yes. And watch this. It's it's a it's a surprising good time. It really Like yes, when we, we first was, turned it on, I thought, "Oh, this is just going to be like your typical everyday horror movie." It is not. But bad. no, it became a <laughs> psychological thriller. <laughs> that <laughs> for that real rivals silence of the lambs. For real though. Yeah. Uh, I I love it, I love it, I love it. But did he mention that he loves it? And I love it. So so ninety-six, which averages us out to a ninety five point five. And that concludes this week's breakdown. So our final Albro score for Better Watch Out is a B plus my bad yeah what killed it was the writing
0: that that's
1: fair and yeah and it's just some of it was was poorly done yeah. so i mean
0: i still feel B plus is pretty solid for everything combined
1: yeah and it's a very very strong B plus it that's is good. sitting at an 89.72% ooh yeah damn that really is solid yeah, so that puts it two points higher than Halloween. Okay. Um, puts I should
0: it, be mad about that, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah,
1: it puts it three points higher than Nightmare on Elm. Okay. Uh, two points higher than Psycho. Okay. It puts it pretty much in line with Five bloods that's
0: fair that, that, like that it, it's
1: seriously 0.1 percent higher oh damn or what Or point 0.1 percent lower than oh, five okay. bloods
0: okay damn
1: yeah sorry i did my math wrong how dare you it is right in line with ready or not
0: yes it's actually
1: a it's 0.3 percent higher than ready or not Okay, but the fact that it's that close with that movie, that's perfect. Cause I love both of them. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. It is point one percent lower than the Avengers. Okay. Point four percent high, or yeah, point four percent lower than Black Panther. Fair. Uh, it is three points higher than Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. Point four percent higher than Knives Out. Then one point higher than The Invisible Man. Not bad. And man. three points higher than The Lovebirds. Okay. And then we have other... B-plus movies, but you'll have to check those out on our website, because I'm yes. not going to go through every single one of them. <laughs> Gotta so, give you guys I think it has a... F- yeah, I think it has a pretty good home. I agree. I
0: absolutely agree. And the fact that it's, like, neck and neck with uh, Ready or Not, I love that. Perfect spot for it.
1: Yeah, absolutely a perfect spot. Um, I think... I mean, I know that we used to do this But I think if we were to start using the genres again to kind of uh, organize these a bit more. Yeah. I think if you, the horror uh, genre would, it would fit in perfectly. Where is that? So. I agree. Yeah. So that concludes this week's breakdown. Um, If you guys liked what you heard, uh, be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are everywhere that you can find podcasts. Uh, You can also catch all of our episodes on YouTube. Uh, You can also follow us on social media. Hit us up with episode ideas. Answer our question of the week when I post those. (laughs) Um, Or if you want to join us on an episode, we'd love to have you on. Yes, um, yeah, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash the all Twitter and Instagram at the all Uh, you can also email us at the all channel at gmail.com or go to our website, tinyurl.com slash the all uh, where you can find links to everything that we do. Go listen to the podcast there, find links to our YouTube channel, um or find links to our merch store. Yeah. Which is on T Or you can go to tpublic.com slash users slash the All Bros channel. Um and yeah. Um links to all of this stuff will be in the description. So we appreciate every single one of you that listens. Yes, we and do. Yeah, so next week, uh, we will be breaking down home alone to kinda get ready for Christmas.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, so that should be a really fun episode and we're excited to get that out to you guys. But until then, this has been the All Bros podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm still sorry, I'm Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> Hell.
0: Uh, Sorry, I had to say it one last time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we'll catch you guys next week. Deuces. Show long. Did you miss that last week, Caleb? Yes, I did. How sweet.